Um, so, but having sunglasses inside during the show is actually helpful because the lights are very bright. I don't know if you remember the the lights are super bright. The can lights, uh, the stage lights that we used to have before we had the LEDs. Not only were they like bright, but they also like were hot. Like, and it gets hotter now. But it used to get like royal. It gets stupid hot. Last night, I thought it was, like, I was sweating. Every word I said, just sweat pouring from my brow. I smelled myself. I got, I got home, and I was like, I like snug up. And she's like, you, you do not smell good. And I was like... <laughs> That's when you know a marriage is working, honesty. Babe, you don't smell good. Babe. Yeah, you don't smell good. I didn't even smell so welcome to Bits Per Second Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Jim. Clown's the name. And our special guest, Ryan Murtha. Hello, everybody. A big player you. slash uh, free agent for many other you gave full government. the world. Mm-hmm. That is true. I am uh, a guy that freelances as needed. He's not good enough to like be a full-time anywhere, so he just does like... Part time, exactly, and the yeah. union busting, union busting, and yeah. he would call an improv scab. Yeah, uh, yep. yes. You guys need, you guys need a scene. Yeah, you guys want to see? And to describe you what he looks like, <laughs> I discovered yesterday that he looks like a magician, like a part time magician. Just like in yes. general, part time magician, or is there one you have in mind that looks? <laughs> no, he just has the face of a magician. Like he'll like do yeah. like tricks for you, but his like, performance style. Correa and I were talking about this last night. We described him as Navy Kevin. <laughs> Navy Kevin. Navy Kevin. Ooh, Navy Kevin. Interesting. Was it because so I did good old Kevin. Benny Franklin last night? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yep. That was the one. I was like, I channeled a little bit of Kevin, and, just enough. Yeah, and uh, also the when you did Good Morning. You did sound effects for Good Morning. So typically what you do, or when I've seen Jim and Frank do it, you kind of like mix in words here and there, but it's mostly gobbledygook. Yeah. But the way you and Kevin do it, you're just like, but, it's yeah. like stream of consciousness, like yep. jabber jabber the is, entire time. It is straight. All right, this is what's happening. <laughs> like, this is exactly right. I'm describing everything. I'm getting professional clean. Look at me. Do, 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 do. Oh, oh, so clean, so clean, so clean, so clean. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's how I shower in the morning. Yeah, yeah I just, oh, I talk to myself all the time. So clean, so clean, so clean, so clean. Ah, so wipe, so wipe, so wipe. We're good. Such a clean butthole. <laughs> yep. Hey. Jared, how dirty was your butthole this morning? Oh, my butthole was so <laughs> dirty. You don't even want to know. It was like pig pen with like the little lines coming out of it. <laughs> uh, was there the cloud above it? Like, oh, it was a cloud. There was a cloud outside my butthole. <laughs> All cat right. Deadings. The cat deadings. Starting on some highbrow humor. And that is why his wife says he smells all the time. <laughs> that was a little loud. Uh, <laughs> that's the midnight show of shit players. Yeah. Shit players. For those ah. who didn't listen to the first season. Oh, was that what that is? Yeah. Because it went over my head. Well, well, we used to do 10 p.m. shows. We imagined we, we proposed a, doing a midnight show after that, which was just us making jokes about buttholes and our balls. <laughs> like, we call it the shit. So, so like, you mean actually take all the things that the audience throw at us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like turn it around, the audience is going to be really chased. Well, I and, and, and that kind of gets into our first topic: is audience's suggestions. Buddy, uh, um, yeah, I think audience come to a show and they're like, "Oh, it's humor. We should be also funny too." Some of them. So last night we had the most polite audience. 
ever. Wait, at the beginning. At wait, the beginning. What show were you? Yeah, at the of? beginning they were super <laughs> polite, and then they got lubricated, and then they were not polite. But uh, at the beginning, it was just they come out and like explain what we're doing. Like, oh, okay, that sounds like a great idea. This is a fun night. It's like, all right, we need more suggestions. They're like, um. Raising their hands in the back. So like, no, guys, yell it out. I would describe the audience as supportive. Um, yeah, later, they got they got rowdy at the end, but especially... <laughs> I felt like they were rowdy. Yeah, yeah, once you got past, like, really just that opening game, Story Story Die, they were just like, anal beads, right. or die. Well, <laughs> right. Those are those dudes that flashed me in the front. I'm, those are my guys all night. <laughs> Somebody as long you. as someone flashes Jared, he's, yeah. dudes, he's good with like, you. Jared! And I'm like, yeah! And then they just like lift up their shirts and show me their hair and nipples. <laughs> I was like all about it. I'm like, those are my dudes right there. Those are my people. Yeah. The, the hairy nippled guys. Yeah. Yeah. And also, this beer is not skunked at all, which means it's been maintaining up like below yeah. 40 degrees. Well, this theater is fucking freezing all the time. Yeah. Except for when so, you're warm. Yes. It's, it's the only place hot. that's warm is on stage. <laughs> it's sizzling so, hot in those lights. <laughs> right. So it's kind of like it's been in a freezer. So I'm wondering what it looks like tonight to get kind of a juxtaposition of like what they what they were last night, what they are going to be tonight. Because um, last tonight we have a couple bachelorette parties, mm-hmm. which are our bread and butter, mm-hmm. and we didn't have any last night. Hmm. So that that will make for a difference. Yeah. But, like, it depends what kind of bachelorette party do you yeah, want. Well, that's the or thing. Which is similar to birthday parties and, like, what kind of birthday party. Is this going to be, like, or like or j- just general rowdy group of girls, which is which is cool most of the time? Or will it be the, the ones who... Will it be the kind of shy bachelorette and the uh, obnoxious gaggle of girlfriends who push her on stage when she doesn't want to be there? That's my favorite. <laughs> That's your favorite. I like to see him sweat. It's like, so how did you meet your boyfriend? It's like, at this point, you can just fucking say, like, online. Yeah. Like, you don't need to, like, make up a story. Yeah. It's like, there's just this, this weird shame about, like, meeting people online. No, that's the thing now. That's what, like, that's what people do now. Like, I mean, I didn't... When we were, when we were, like, kids or teenagers, that was, like, something dorks did. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even that, but, like, think about it. Like, it's so, it's the natural progression of, like, the way we interact with people. It's like, people spend their entire day on social media, like, why wouldn't you meet your partner the same way? And yes, I did meet my wife physically, but like most of our communication was yeah. <laughs> I met her, yeah, I met her <laughs> physically, like in person. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I have met my wife physically too. <laughs> is that is that? I've met your wife physically. As we call it, analog wait, wait, versus wait, wait, digital. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> I met my wife analog. I met my wife on vinyl. Well, um, I'm the only single male in this room, and I don't meet people online. No, Jim just got a divorce. I, no, yeah. <laughs> no setup for that. That was not. That was not proposed in the scene. Don't you favorable, ladies and gentlemen? Don't you put that bad juju on me? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Feel I felt like Jess would get less mad than if other Jess. Oh, too many Jesses. I do not feel comfortable doing the whole online dating thing. I think it's weird. It's just—it's just, just odd. I don't get it, and you don't I'm get not. What you're advertised this is the problem. What you don't get what's advertised. Well, yeah, but yeah, sometimes you do. Sometimes you do, but I think 
I'm not in the point of life where it's just physical, right? Where it's just like this girl is like really hot and I want to bang her. Like it's more than that. So and then we go back to my bedroom and yeah. give it to her. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were the Howard Dean of fucking. I am. Yeah. Good old age Dean. <laughs> That must be why you never close the deal. Hey. <laughs> that was a great night and for me. So she went that sex with John Kerry after. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was a great night for me because John. I was working for John Kerry when that happened, and my eyes just got big as saucers. I was like, "We're gonna win," and we did. And then sort of. Well, they won the primary. primary. Yeah, but the, the whole online thing is is. I don't know. I don't. I, I can't really put my hand. But I'm, I, I suck in all aspects online. Like I don't do social media and all that yeah. stuff. So I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, mean, I, I might just be an outlier. Definitely. But we're the we're the bridge generation of like like mm. you know we we didn't we didn't grow up online. So we're like I feel like people our age like some of them like are comfortable meeting people online. Some aren't. Yeah. I feel like the next generation coming up is going to be a lot more. Like it's gonna be. Oh like yeah, online. that's where the majority. Yeah, that's where the majority of them are gonna meet their mates. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. And, and, but there are people know. older than me who have like met online and like they're happily together. Yeah. No, I don't. And the thing is, I don't judge it. I don't think that you can't meet someone um, online that's you know worth a damn. But I for I don't know for me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this really really fucked up um, on Anna Marie Cox's podcast. We also now are just advertising other podcasts. She went to CPAC, and this teenage girl had been talking to this dude online. She was meeting him at CPAC. Oh, Jesus. Because she thought he was hot, and it was one of those guys in the uh, Charlottesville pictures with the tiki torches. It was. Like, <laughs> the one you're thinking about, it was that one. Oh, but the guy who looked a little bit like Nathan Fillion, like, yep. who, with, uh, with a puckered butthole for a mouth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so she was going to go meet him at CPAC, and he met him online, and they like... Struck up like a relationship, and it's just like, oh wow, that's a safe bet. <laughs> so at least like the, the, at least until he got fired from Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever. <laughs> like, let's <laughs> not talk shit about Buffalo Wild Wings. No, I'm not because they probably like they they would probably fire someone like. Wait, who right, why can't we talk shit about Buffalo Wild Wings? You know who Buffalo? wouldn't? Fucking Applebee's. Uh, I love yeah. it, but. Well, they, so they, like, I got, uh, I, I have good things to say about them. I've never eaten there, but they did, uh, hire my friend Ahmed to do a commercial. Ahmed Barucha, the, uh, who, who, uh, is a, now a semi-famous comedian. Yeah. Not semi-famous, just, like, successful. Successful. <laughs> he makes a, money. Might not be, a, like, a Jim Gaffigan <laughs> household name, but he is. Not he, has a, he has a Comedy Central special in it. And uh, yeah. he's been, uh, and he was in a commercial for them as one of the tucked in shirt to jeans guys. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. Oh, well, that is a wonderful way to be cast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you not know that Jim Gaffigan was a household name? Wait, oh, so Gaffigan? is that not normal? Uh, okay. wait, 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 wait. What's his well, name? Gaffigan. Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Gaffigan. He's a big, pasty white dude that loves food. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot more money than Monique. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> According to Netflix. Well, we don't know I doubt it. <laughs> Probably makes more than Amy Schumer, though. <laughs> Everybody does. No, I should. <laughs> Amy um, Schumer is a mildly attractive. Oh, I shouldn't break down women on their attractiveness. I'm gonna stop. I apologize, ladies. She, she's like a funny Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's she Ronda Rousey's probably pretty funny. Though. 
<laughs> I don't I mean, think Ronda Rousey has a sense of humor. Didn't she do a comedy though? She oh well she entourage. Was, yeah, just an entourage. If that counts. So is Tom Brady. And I don't yeah. consider Tom Brady funny. So is Kevin <laughs> Dillon. <laughs> Kevin. So, so is Jeremy Pippen. <laughs> Jeremy Pippen, that guy astounds me. So if you watch Dr. Jekyll and Ms. Hyde. Well, no. If you watch... Um, PCU. Oh, classic. He's like a balding guy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he has hair again. It's like... <laughs> modern technology, Jerry. Yeah. That's how it works. Money. Modern technology. Money. You can get hair. Yeah. Ryan Erlacher went through his entire NFL <laughs> career bald as you are and now has a luscious... Set of uh, hair on the side. That's how you have to describe it when it just appears out of nowhere. Nice set, set of hair. Set. Nice set of yeah. hair. It comes in two pieces. Right, you them exactly. Out, right? Well, you grow them now. Yeah, that's true. You just have to take them from other parts of your body. But doesn't it mess with like your balls? How? I, how would it mess with your balls? Well, I know Rogaine does. So monoxidil, like you, it messes with your testosterone production balls. balls. How and why? I don't, I don't know. But it's just that's weird that it would mess with your balls. But okay, yeah, and you would think that people would stop using it once they hear that. It's like yeah, yeah, like grow this hair back. But uh, but ball vanity is not nearly as strong as head. So vanity. how does it mess with your ball? Does it make it like hang a little lower? Like what do you mean by no, it messes so hang? It hangs a little It messes. <laughs> Messes with your the color um, of it, like what? No, like messes with your sperm production and stuff. Oh well, that's that would be an indicator to stop. Unless you are old enough to the point where you already had kids, and you don't really give a fuck anymore. You're really like, like, hey, then that's it's. I could okay, I could see why you would continue after a certain point. You'd be like, fuck it, I already had these kids, and uh, I want hair now. Or if you just don't want kids, and you're like, eh. true, <laughs> that too. Yellow five, give me some more Mountain Dew. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yep. Um, does anybody also watch uh, MSNBC like all prime time and see the like Nugenics <laughs> commercials? All right, no, no. I was <laughs> drunk one night. <laughs> oh no! And I got home and it was like, and it wasn't like late. It was like Matt was on, so it was before ten, right? Because Matt was on nine. Yeah, so it was before ten. And they showed the eugenics commercial. Full of liberals. And I'm just like sitting there like, I'm going to go see eugenics. Oh, Jesus. And I call. And they're like going through like the questions with me. And I'm like obviously drunk on the front. There's got to be a recording of it. And they're like employees or anything. And I get through the whole thing, and they're just like, all right, we just need to ask you a few questions before you say, and I'm like, cool. And I like, already have my credit card out, and I'm like, ready to go. And so they go there, I was like, what's your dad? What's your household income? But I'm like, whatever, here's this, this is like, um, and what's your age? I'm like, 33. Like, oh, sir, this is only for men 40 and over. I'm like, but I'm falling apart. <laughs> Why is it for men only 40 and... Oh, that's I don't know. To suffer from low T. Yeah, you suffer... I, I, I assume oh, that. Oh, anyway. but like... 
It's, it's, so you do you not think that you're producing enough? Uh, I mean, I, when I was like that, that night, I didn't think I was <laughs> totally like the commercials though. Totally appeal to the like uh, America's losing its masculinity. And men are men are, men are <laughs> right. too afraid to be men anymore. Need more The commercial <laughs> appeals to women who want to bang Frank Thomas. Well, that those two like, but they're they're different sets of commercials. So. Because there, there's, the the, there's the one with the big hurt Frank Thomas. Uh, I watched the one for women. Yeah, where it's the couple who runs into him at like the coffee shop. Like, oh, the big black guy. That hey, one? is that Frank Thomas? Yeah, that's the big hurt. Hey, and he's I like, like him wait, to bring a bat over my knee. Time out. Was isn't that commercial about like losing weight or like no, no, it's about testosterone. Is it? Am I talking about the same? Because I know there's a commercial with this big black guy. They're like, oh, isn't that that guy? He's like, yeah, I've been. They're like, oh, you look so healthy and like you've been working out. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so it's about it's, new, it's called I, Nugenics, which like I swear I thought it was some kind of a weight loss. Well, either way, they want to give me my Nugenics, so I'm probably like part of like a, a training training <laughs> system now. We're like, this is how you handle a drug man on the phone. He's thirty-three years old. Nugenics, which is a Nugenics, which is a tongue on the roof of the mouth away from eugenics. <laughs> like, which is like I have the testosterone of a much older man. It just has this. It has an air of Hitler to it. Like it <laughs> throughout the whole thing. It's yep. like, oh my god! Yeah, I'm still down with it. That's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I don't revisit it. So. But there's the there's another. One. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's another testosterone booster. But there's like the there, there's the commercial that's like well, remember the times when men were men and the men who built this country and like and like oh slaves and they're like no no it's these white guys are on a, sitting on a girder eating lunch like uh, they're like you know, men are not, now men are too sissy pansy like I don't know it's not those words but it's basically the <laughs> how do you know <laughs> same when same. you your tea is low I don't get it I don't know I think it's you like, you start you like, like Start like watching so far like when do you the property brothers. I'm a little bit more emotional these days, you know. I care about my kids. My, my daughter's graduated. I need some new tea. Like when when is the sign that you need more tea? When you start crying at weird things on TV. <laughs> when you're watching Christmas with the Cranks, the Tim Allen classic. And you start tearing up when they bring over the roast for the old people. Have you so does Nugenics just help you grit and bear it? Just grit your teeth and just... I don't know what it does. They wouldn't fucking give it to me. <laughs> if someone could give me some counterfeit Nugenics. Or like, and an older gentleman... I was watching This Is Us before Nugenics and I cried like a baby. <laughs> Dad, I need you to buy me some Nugenics. Now that I had my Nugenics... Goddamn! I don't even. Know I watch that. UFC. Now I don't even care when they kill Dad on the. And I pop my finger all the way through. <laughs> that motherfucker could die right now. I wouldn't give a damn. I'm even. I'm not even at Sterling K. Brown level for <laughs> emotional <laughs> display. Oh <my> <laughs> That's great. Great. Can't wait to get older. I also signed up for Smile Direct Club when I was drunk. <laughs> this is this is on St. Patrick's Day. Just, just take away your car. <laughs> no, so I, I was drunk on St. Patrick's Day, um, and it's not even like I was at home watching it. Like I got like an email. It was like you can sign up for High Smile Direct Club. I'm like, what? Oh, cool. I feel bad about getting Dominoes. Like, <laughs> I I will set the world on fire. I just want if you need if, this goes for any salespeople out there. If you need to sell me something, find me when I'm drunk. 
I'll just give you my credit card. Just <laughs> give it to you. That's, would you like to here? buy some student loans? <laughs> That's why I'm really worried about WrestleMania last night because they're like, it's uh, half of it's a commercial. Yeah. I'm just going to be sitting there drunk, like, being like, oh, I, I need a championship belt for $200. <laughs> Like, I'm a wrestling fan. You'd never need a championship belt for two hundred dollars. I don't know what to do with it. I mean, I guess I just put it on my wall. Just like hang can't wear it to work. I've had. I remember. <laughs> I remember one time. I remember. Dressed up at the budget office. It was a Halloween. <laughs> I dressed up as a wrestler on stage, and I like bought uh, one of those like little kids WWE. I still have it. It's just. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I saw that. It's just round. I don't know. Yeah, that was that was a weird. Wait, uh, did you cut the costume? <laughs> Did you keep the costume? Like the costume was that? just like, what? It was. No, I don't have the costume. It was a homemade costume, and it was just revealing. Made me feel very uncomfortable the entire night on stage. I was a never nude one time. Nice, <laughs> classic. Nice. That was revealing because like I cut my shorts to be like really short, and then gradually kept ripping higher. <laughs> so at the end, like my wife just like pulls me aside and she's like. You need to put your balls away. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> there are dozens of us. <laughs> there are dozens of us. You did it before. I'm like, what? She's like, you're not a never nude if your balls are hanging out. I'm like, that's fair, actually. It's semi nude. Yes, yeah, semi nude. And she was wearing a red tank top that just said slut on it. Nice. It's <laughs> really good set of costumes. So you had the never nude and the slut. Never, just one never play, play, play on, you've, died, you've never seen Arrested Development? Like that's no, I've, I've seen Arrested Development. <laughs> uh, I, I know what he's talking about. Um, so anyway, audience... Say what you're right there. Audience response? Audience interaction? Like, what were we going into? No, <laughs> oh, I just hate them all. Oh, just hate them all. <laughs> I just want them to sit there quietly. Well, like... Uh, I, I, just, I just don't want them to try to be funny. <laughs> like, yeah, just come bit, and enjoy yeah. the show. If you don't think we're funny, that's also fine. That's up to you. But don't. Well, yeah, it's there. Like, you can leave, and we'll gladly not give you your money. Back. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just don't try. Just like, like we ask for a suggestion. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah, no, go ahead. Like, because I, 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 you got two no. different kinds of people. Well, three different kinds of people. You got drunk ass women. Because typically I'm, I'm women are better behaved as general. <laughs> but if they get you drunk and they really want you to recognize their friends or something. Or like, we had one heckling in the background of one year just dropping the F-bomb at us the entire time. Mm. Not the fuck bomb. That's the one I'm okay with. Mm. Um, oh, the other one. Yeah. Do you remember that with you from that night? I the woman. I that, may have been. I she looked been. like Kirstie Alley? Yes, I actually was there. Yeah. So anyway. I think, wait, was I the one who got called that? Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. Then it was definitely me. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely that. You got called a maggot, except yes, a maggot with an F. I got, yeah. called, I got called that by British a British pack of cigarettes. <laughs> a big old maggot. Because like the first time she screamed it, she screamed it once, and I was like, "There's no fucking way she just." <laughs> she just yelled. Uh, were you asking for like a suggestion? She was like, like, "You're a maggot." Yeah, I thought she was like, "You forgot." It's like. Oh, let me forget. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was like I did not forget. Oh, or is okay. it the classic stop being a maggot? Yeah, I didn't know. Like, are you a drill instructor? <laughs> and it's like really intense, and like everyone's just like super uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like the audience just like got really silent, and this woman just like wouldn't stop. She was roaring all night. Oh god. 
Good for her. She got her money's worth. And now, um, and now seven years later. Not so much. Seven years though. later, we're married. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, That's not true. Just totally. for the record, I'm not married to, to the homophobe lady. But most, uh, I say most audiences, like, it might, like, remote, for most people in the audience, it, it takes, like, two or three minutes before, like, they realize, oh, okay, like, what they, like, you know, they want us to be genuine, like, we're not, like, it, it, like, and not making the jokes. Like, they're, they're but there are, like, always a few who are just, like, this is about me tonight. Let me, yes. let me ask you a question. Do we not, and, and I don't care either way, I just, I'm curious, because I never really know why. So, we don't do political satire. Is no, it because not strictly. We're, is it general. because we're in Newport? Or well, is it like why? Well, why? And I, I'm, this is not me saying championing for. Yeah, yeah. You for, can alienate people real fast. We've had a few. There was one where a certain bit player slit President Trump's throat on stage, and it became like. But yeah, we kicked Kathy Griffin out of the group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was she was at a really low point in her life. She was wearing Joan Rivers' fur coat. Yeah, but um, anyway, so and it became like a big thing where this woman like confronted us afterwards. And she's like, go Trump! And I was like, why did you throw a piece on Okay. But she was actually like, we, we apologized It's like the wrong her. sign for Well, we apologized to her. And we were like, hey, I know. Like, we didn't, we didn't mean, like, that. Sometimes things just get carried away. Like, and she was really, really cool about it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, because originally she had posted a really negative review on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And that will, I mean, one, like, one star review really fucks your shit up. Um, so we reached out to her, like, hey, what could we have done better? Da da da. And she was like, I really like political things. That, you know, there are people that don't think like you guys. And I'm like, yeah, totally. That, that was out of line. And then she went in, deleted her review, and gave us a four-star review. Hmm. Still not a five, but I'll take it more than a one. I feel like we're living in that Black Mirror episode with Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, where yeah. <laughs> I just need a 4.3. <laughs> four. I just need, need a 4.3. Four. You know I needed a three at my wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Alice Walker is a monster. Alice Eve. Alice Walker wrote the color purple. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I always mix up my black people. My white people. I guess it's because I don't see race. <laughs> McClan and Brian are the same color right now. We both do street. But that's because I'm wearing both kind of green. That's why I'm wearing sunglasses inside. <laughs> but do they have a star on their ass or not? No, 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 I haven't seen Clown's ass. I made a Sneeches reference at that uh, what at that show we did for the Rotary Club where we did we did the Doctor Seuss the, and reunited the Doctor Seuss scene. But like I was like nobody read the Sneeches, which is about racism, but it's about like the ones with stars on their butts, like and the ones that don't have stars on their butts, oh, like, they, 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 they hate each other. You know who's incredible? Doctor oh, Seuss. Hmm. Or his name was is Dr. Sace or whatever he is. Dr. Sace? No. No, because see, the story goes um, that his name was like, it's, the way it's pronounced is supposed to be Dr. Sace or something like that. Because mm-hmm. that was the, the name of his mother or something. In his mother's man, Seuss was his mother's maiden name. Mm-hmm. Right. It, but it's it's not pronounced Seuss. But everyone yeah. started saying Seuss. So and he's just like, fuck it. Yeah. So he's like, fuck it. And I saw an interview with that dude. I like that dude. I like the way he thinks. Well, yeah. Well, he's a good dude. Before, before before he became a children's author, he wrote a book called Boners. <laughs> <He had> that, <laughs> it was just a joke book, but it's called Boners. Well, and, and he, his, his, uh, 
<laughs> he was a political cartoonist before that. Uh, yeah, and then, and, like, pro-intervention in World War II, like, very, like... But it's really funny because it's the same characters that he drew in, like, One Fish, Two Fish. <laughs> like, the same characters, like, show up. And, like, the fox from, like... Um, yeah. Um, Green Eggs... No. Fox and Socks. Fox and Socks, well, yeah. What the fuck, Jared? <laughs> the fox from Green Eggs. The fox from Green Eggs. Get your Dr. Seuss shit together, Jared. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. God, you know, um, just fail But it's podcast. weird to see those characters, like, being like... It's like anti Stop the, <laughs> Stop the Nazis! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like Uncle Sam that looks like a sneech. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being such a sneech. Sneech all the time. You should use. Hmm? Should call people sneeches. Sneeches. <laughs> You're being such a sneech. We're all right sneeches, guys. We're all sneeches. It doesn't matter sneeches. what's in your ass or what stars are in your butt. Hell yeah. <laughs> what if people? What if man? we all had stars? Stars on our butts, you know? Would we still find? Other ways to, you know, discriminate. I have a star on my butt. It's the star that is my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Fred Durst. Uh, <laughs> it's a chocolate starfish. Well, I think that kind of goes back to like, this, like <laughs> whether or not you think that like mankind is inherently good or mankind is inherently bad. Mankind is mixed. Mankind is neither I don't think bad nor good. Mankind is inherently anything. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't think you can't. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. You can't say that they're one or the other. I feel like mm-hmm. it's a mixture. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even within ourselves, I can do good shit, and I can also do freaking terrible shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I've done terrible shit in a while. <laughs> I, yeah. I choose, oh I choose not to do terrible shit. Let's, let's go do some terrible shit. Yeah, like, let's go like kick a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. my god, you went straight to the edge, huh? <laughs> like, Fuck it out. Anne Marie is like <laughs> giving birth right now, <laughs> and he's gonna go. come back. I'm just gonna. Let's go. Let's go join Wheels <laughs> Meals on Wheels and poison an elderly person. <laughs> that, 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 that got really dark. Wait, you said that? Oh, that was Jared dark. You said let's kick a baby. So the killing of the baby is not as bad as the poison. Who's going to kill it? I'm hunting. Hunting. And I'm not even saying I'm going to a farm. Yeah, but I'm just... I just killed an elderly person. It's just, they lived a full life. What, the baby or the no, elderly? No, the elderly person. Oh, so now we're just going to like euthanize the not-youth. Fuck it. That's <laughs> not that one. Euthanasia. With Euth- a Y. Euthanasia. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something. It's a good P.O.D. song, right? There are young the people. Euthan- euthanation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, they, they redid it for the Japanese release. Euthanasia! Euthanasia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dumb in Asia. Of and Asia, we just haven't That's decided what POD would be a really good karaoke band. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jesus in there, like. <laughs> oh, and Katy Perry. Well, here's my update for the week. Mm-hmm. I went to church on Easter. Yeah, so did I. Oh. <laughs> Wait, was I supposed to care? Was it? I thought oh. I was supposed to. I was sure that went to church. You weren't exalted flames. I went to Brady's church. You went to Brady's church? Oh, yeah, that's right. Why? Okay. Why are people proud when they go to church like once a year? What? Fuck, Clan. I'm trying to share Christ's love with you. And you're just over here talking about killing old people. (laughs) Right. But I'm also, I don't get what the whole fact is like, I went to church uh, this one time out of the year and that's. Well, it's a, you know, it's uh, a Catholic thing. Hashtag like, 
God Christmas and Easter. Uh, it's like if you're brought, if you're brought up with the constant like guilt and you're like a, it's, it's like oh you're 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 a hor- you're you're a horrible person at heart and like your instincts are like terrible and then you need to like work extra hard to like to, to keep them all down and like and, uh, it's uh, a lot on your shoulders, man. I went like to Catholic school. But <laughs> <laughs> then it's like I was I was a Christian when I was younger. I sort of just let that shit all go. All that shit goes. I feel like, really guilty because I got a boner today. <laughs> right? Did you? Did you wait? No, no, no. The important question: Did you touch the boner? I get it for myself. As long as, as long as you didn't touch it. Okay, Staring you're good down. then. You're good. God, God will forgive you. Yeah, that's good. You can't help that you get a boner. <laughs> I watched a half hour of Roseanne and just went right the fuck around. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, speaking of that, so, so like, I, where, I, where are I just to Roseanne. Where are the shut up and sing people for Roseanne? Like that's uh, and like it's. I mean, I mean, we we all know that. Okay, like that. so I made a mistake because I was a big Roseanne fan. Um, a lot of people when, were when like the old Roseanne, and so I was like anticipating it coming back. I watched like the first the first two episodes because on the first night when it came back, they put it was two episodes, and I was like. <laughs> this is not what I remembered. Well, yeah, it's because, this is not... it's because it's you know it, it's her propaganda for Trump now. Yes, like, and, and did you have you seen like, the picture of her dressed like fucking Hitler bacon? Yes, Jewish cookies. I've never okay, but the first yeah, time I've but seen that's it. like the that's like the singing the national anthem, Roseanne. You know, that's that's from twenty years ago. Like it's it's like okay, but can, for, okay, all right. But is that so? Wait, Dan is in the show now, but he's died on the show originally. Yeah, but supposedly he died in her dream. So they how they so they fucking up, knew her. So how they hope how they opened it up is like it's like Dean Dan I. I dreamt that you that you died or something like that, you know. And that's how they. But the entire idea was that the the them winning the lottery was a dream. Exactly. Too. The that's what I mean. Like the last I mean, two great, seasons. I'm not, John Goodman is an American trend. No, no, no. Yeah. But 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 He's what a big I black flag fan. Okay, but what I what I don't get is the because the last before the reboot. The last, like, I don't know, two seasons or the last season, they were rich. They got, they won the lottery and yeah. they were doing a bunch of rich shit. Yeah. So, so they, now they're poor that, again. So Dan had his heart attack. Well, he won the lottery in the dream. But Dan didn't have the heart attack. She, she narrated that at the end. Because the, the season, the, the series ended and then she narrated what actually happened to these people. Dan didn't actually die with She's not that fucking funny. Can I don't talk about that. Like, she's just not that funny. Like, even when she was at her peak, like, stand-up stuff, like, it just wasn't that good. It's just the same joke. I was the fucking Lady Louie Anderson. I respect... Not to speak ill of Louie Anderson. Louie Anderson's a good baskets. Oh, God. Yo, that's what I was about to say. And I like Louie Anderson as a person, and I like, especially, like, the It wasn't going to be a diving show. And I liked them when I was younger, and I used to watch, like, Life with Louie or... No, Bobby's World. Bobby's World, yeah, yeah. That was was Howie Mandel. Yeah, let, let, oh, yeah, like Bobby's like, World. Like, like, yeah, right, right. Bobby's like, World is how many. Yeah, you're right. For a comedian to right. then do right, it. I guess. <laughs> um, but back to Roseanne, I respected the stories that. The reason why I liked the original Roseanne is I respected mm-hmm. the story that she was trying to tell. Mm-hmm. The story that isn't normally told on, you know, half an hour uh, comedy shows. It was and, someone that wasn't New York or LA that was, or Chicago. Right, it was, a, it was a working class family struggling <laughs> through stuff. And. That I like that. I thought it was good. Um, but now with the whole like 
I don't want to be one of those people like, oh, now that it's political, it irks me. Or, no, actually, no, no, no. I, not, not, that's not true. Now that I've realized what kind of person she is, it makes me look at the news, at, at, at the reboot in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's my liberalist, liberal, liberalist, wow, can't say words today. Yeah. Um, my liberal bias or whatever it might be, but. It, I think, but I think a lot of people had that reaction because, like, number one, there isn't, by and large, a working class Trump wing. Like, because, like, his, his voters kind of have, like, generally have a higher income than voters for his opponent. Uh, and so that is kind of a... That, that it's, like, to make them Trump supporters is kind of playing to a stereotype. So it doesn't really, like... It doesn't really get to any truth. But, but even so, though, like... Working class whites tend to vote for Republicans. Republicans. I think it depends on well, the areas. It depends where, yeah. yeah. Like, it, um, by and large, there isn't, like, a... The, the, by, by and large, Trump does not have any more working class voters than, than Hillary did. Like, it's... It, hmm, I don't know. Like, I find that... I, find, I don't know if I necessarily agree with you there, Jim. I do feel like, like the working class white community do tend to vote a little bit more Republican. Well, you try to find the fucking yeah. contract that <laughs> doesn't have a Trump sticker. Right, like it's it's yeah. But you the, do not. But, but there, but like, but, but if you're saying, yeah. but if you're saying working class as a whole, where you don't, because like, a lot of the times, but like, this I is mean, what Americans is, is it the business owner or is it no. the people who work for them? Because I don't know, I don't know if the like, I working class if you own a business. So, I, that, I now that I'm hearing what you're saying, I think I switched. Back. Well, it depends. <laughs> if you own a business, uh-huh. or like if you're a contractor and mm-hmm. you own a business, but it's just like you. Oh yeah, if it's like, just then yeah, you're doing the work. And some people vote purely on taxes anyway. Because uh, the reason why I agree with you is I'm like, oh, working class doesn't necessarily mean white. It's America has trained me sometimes when I hear stuff like working class, I automatically think of like a big group of white people who are Mm -hmm. struggling. But you're right, working class as a whole, it would be like my mom or like you know. And you're absolutely right. In that case, it they um it it, they don't. You're right. Um, But like Jim is the bourgeoisie. But even if you've got like white working class, like I can. If you if Roseanne has chosen to take her like kind of her, her you know to her take her view of a white working class family and like make them Trump supporters, those exist. Like that's yeah. not like, uh, but I I don't know. Like I know I, I I didn't watch the show, but I know some people who were like really like big fans of that her original show, and I like it, and it definitely lost something for them when it became explicitly. Like explicitly pro-Trump. It's also the time we live in too, where like every single. So like Will and Grace came back, uh-huh. and Will and Grace, I mean, it had like it was definitely more of a cosmopolitan mm-hmm. kind of thing, but it came back with a definite political bent that mm-hmm. wasn't there. I think it's really just the time we live in. It could be, and things are just very like. How so? Can I can I can I ask how so? How did it come back? I I haven't watched it, so I just I want to be clear. Like, how did it come back? So they did a big thing where like Grace wouldn't decorate Trump's office because of his stance on um, the LGBT community. But hasn't it? Sorry, LB LGBTQ. But hasn't it always sort of leaned that way? It just maybe wasn't as like Explicit. overt about mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. it wasn't as like this is a. But they never said they never said like George W. Bush in the original one of the show. Yeah, 
Which but, I didn't, but, but like was was the original run of the show just? I mean, I I never really watched that show either. But was it more like, like was it more like that? It was kind of the first show where it, it was the the main character was or two of the main characters were were gay men, and it was just like. But it wasn't the show wasn't necessarily about yeah it was two gay dudes gay, gay, two gay dudes and a girl from Cranston yeah yeah <laughs> um, and it's kind of like I mean it, I mean it would be kind of like if if the Big Bang Theory were all of a sudden did a very special episode about autism because <laughs> like that show is basically like uh, uh, the main what, character what, has Asperger's but they never argue, mentioned it on the show it's just like wouldn't yeah, you argue just, that the show has become more self aware and understood where its place. In um, the oh, culture, in the Stop. yeah, Will and Grace, yeah, uh, um, understand itself within the culture of the LGBTQ community and know that, uh, and sort of uh, how do, the word's not coming to me, but they are bending towards that because they know that that's where their uh, audience is. I think so. Yes, but I think that's also a symptom of 2018 America, where like you are. We are sliced and diced into these little things now. Right. It's so like you know exactly what people are going to watch, mm-hmm. basically based on the demographics. Right. So like you know that like middle class white people love Game of Thrones. And yep. <laughs> not either of those things. I would. I thought. And you, I enjoy I Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> He has no white stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I do, do I like... But yeah, but that's... just sliced and diced. Like, you know what you watch by, like, who they are. Like, you know... Like, Netflix knows... Ne- Granted. So, like, when Stephanie and I split our Netflix, and we stopped using... Like, all using... Both using the same profile. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, it opened up this world. Like, <laughs> Netflix and Hulu, like, know what I want to watch before I want to watch it. Yeah. And it's just... Goddamn spectacular. Men shows about men from men with Men getting extra teas. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's funny though. So, like, the shows we watch together, we split them up. So, like, because we watch The Crown on my profile, uh-huh. but we watched um, Dexter on her profile. So, she's getting lots of serial killer stuff, and I'm getting stuff about royals. <laughs> and I watched that goddamn Windsor's documentary. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I the war colorized, really interesting. Mm. To watch yeah, it. Interesting. So it's all World War II footage, but they colorized it so it looks like more modern. Mm. You're like, Jesus Christ, Germany's terrible. Sick of that black and white nonsense. <laughs> what, is it, what is it called? Um, the War in Color. The War in Color. Yeah, check With it out. Because it's English. Or British, whatever. Fucking there you go. The Queen's English. <laughs> the, queen, the, the Queen's English. So, Ryan, what do you want to talk about? You're the guest tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan guy. You're Ryan right guy, the guy. Listening to us banter and banter talk, and talk to me, David Kevin. Yeah. David yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Tell us what's happening in the Navy, brah. Uh, well, That's the how Navy, Navy people talk, right? The Navy goes through changes as it always does. We're constantly trying to get bigger and better oh, to God. make sure. All right, so next yeah, question. Man, you this lost great. Me. <laughs> Uh, Great forward presence. Dr. Um, Dr. Jackson, uh, how was uh, the president's physical? Right. (laughs) It was the best physical I've ever seen. He definitely didn't have Rogaine balls, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) No. I I think I made that up because I didn't find anything. Rogaine balls. (laughs) Good old... Sorry. RGBs. Anyways. We can talk about whatever. I was just excited to hang out. Hang um, out and chat talk. for a little bit. Yeah. Do some stuff. So, uh, 
we were talking about audience and uh, oh yeah we were <laughs> talking about the audience for about two minutes and um, you kind of I was actually off. listening to I'm gonna plug another podcast uh, is it Comedy Bang Bang it's, it's called yeah it's called Comedy Bang Bang and it's a you know it's a because um, there's uh, there's a local improviser uh, his name is Clayton Mashad uh, who uh, he does a lot of work with like a, uh, theaters around Rhode Island like Robinson Prom mm-hmm. Guild and uh, contemporary theater uh, he he created his own podcast called Improv Town. Uh, basically, whenever anybody, like, big comes to town to teach a class, he, like, I guess he just, like, grabs them and says, hey, like, do you want to do, like, an hour podcast with me? And oh, he got, wow. uh, he got Dave Rosowski. Oh, wow. Uh, who, yeah, who is the, who was the, uh, what the, uh, head of, uh, the director of Second City San Francisco, I, th- I want to say. Yeah, uh, Or San Diego, or one of those, you know. There's no Second City in San Diego. A, <laughs> I would have been there. Oh, yeah, Second City San Francisco, then. Um, and because, and they talked a lot about, like, what should the audience's place be in, uh, like, in the show. And, like, Rosowski's seems to be, like, none there there to be spectator, and that's it. Um, cause, well, he does, cause he does long form, uh, mm. and it's, like, and he kind of does, he, he, like, he, he does his shows based on, like, and like and what whatever the whatever the inspiration happens to be like from his scene partner like where they where they're placed on the stage whatever the demeanor happens to be like whatever yeah. the first the first thing is and they don't get a they don't get a uh, suggestion like a, a suggestion from the audience because his his uh, his feeling was like well look they came to go they came to see a show that's called improv it's at an improv theater your improv performers what yeah. do you got to like what do you got to prove to them. I th- with that, <laughs> I, I, I kind of disagree with that. Yeah, I, I, I kind of disagree and, with parts of it too. And like, if you're going to a traditional like uh, theater show to see a play, yes, you're there to be a spectator and mm-hmm. to sit and watch. When you're coming to improv, it's more interactive. Like it's that's mm-hmm. the whole that's part of the experience is the interactive being able to lend your voice to what's happening on stage. So I don't mind at all if people want to do that. Um, I, I then like I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. It's um, when, like I said, I think I said it earlier. It's just when you try to be funny, like you could say things that are funny, and you're like, oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. But you could tell when someone is making an effort to be funny. That's the mm-hmm. only kind of like draw that I'm like, just ugh, stop. Yeah. It's like yes, balls, great. Yes, yes. Yeah, taint. And I think like 95 percent of our audience like gets after the first few minutes. And I'm like, okay, this is what. I'm but this is what like I, this this is what I can do to make sure it's a better show. Like is just kind of answer honestly and be genuine and like 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 be be a part of this. Don't try to be the show. Like yeah yeah. Um, well, I mean, so like when you get back to so Dave TJ and Dave it was is that group that they did in Chicago. Uh, that is TJ Jagodowski and Dave Paskezi. So uh, TJ for for the non-initiated TJ is the blonde guy from the, the Sonic commercials. commercials. So those two guys have a very similar way that they operate, mm-hmm. um, because in their shows in Chicago, they just they do their centering thing behind stage, and then they just like walk on, and then they just go, mm-hmm. and it's and it's and it's a long form thing. So obviously the big difference for those of you that don't know, there's you have long form, which is there's a variety of different versions of that, mm-hmm. from a long mono scene 
to the Armando, to the Herald. There's all these different longer the forms. Bono scene. Yeah, there's. I actually did see a Bono scene once, but yeah. So you have you have those, and then you have uh, the short form, which kind of is, that's what we do. Game based, yeah. Where it's game based, where you have rules and it's improvised. The best kind of improv, go on. Uh, the uh, the who's line. Oh, there's it's, there's it's, a big like, war between the, the long yeah. and the short. But there, like, there's no like. There's no best kind, but like the it's. But oh. there's also in between. There's like there's also very like there's also very audience guided structured long form, which yes. like actually which which can be very which I've done uh, quite a bit of too. Like and it's that's very rewarding too. Like, yeah, it all kind of just depends on like your mood and what you want. Side fully. Yeah, no, like, I know. Like no, they're I'm all. Done, I'm done picking a side. Like I've, I've been good old thrown down the ultimate. Holy shit! Short form is the best audience. I'm just saying. Just right. Um. But I think. <laughs> oh, you said short, short form. I thought you said shark farm. First. Shark farm. Shark. Oh wait, I got to got a hash some eggs on my shark farm. Good old Facebook. That's just between me and the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you had a shark farm, I'd go there and kill all your sharks. Probably. You probably would, wouldn't you? I would. That's your terrible thing. Yeah. No, they're murder machines. Because you saw Jaws and you. Now you built it off of one movie where a stereotype of a fish is. Yeah. Now, look at you stereotyping fishes. You're fishist. You're a fish fishist bastard. Any of you goddamn fishes checking You probably got a trident on your flag. Yeah, yeah I'm goddamn Poseidon, motherfucker. Yeah. You yeah. fucking probably go there with your old fashioned bear bear holder and just fucking bear. pop one off. <laughs> one time, when I was in Crete, I drank. Found a minotaur. And uh, I, no, <laughs> I, I drank absinthe with like the wormwood spoon and everything. Uh-huh. So I got like all like super. Hallucinatory, and I ran into the into the Mediterranean Sea naked, <laughs> waving a stick, screaming, "I am Poseidon, god of the sea. Odysseus can't get his ships past me." <laughs> For an hour, <laughs> and because nice. it was Crete in the summer, no one stopped the dumb American. Yep, and like, and none of my friends I went with stopped me either. That's what it should have been. Um, I guess go back to the... <laughs> yeah. So with Adi's suggestion... how conversations go. I didn't have a smartphone. You didn't, no, no, All right. It was yes. 2005. Yes, oh, Ryan, what, what were you saying, Ryan? You so, were talking. There I was. <laughs> with a thought. Um, there I was. Face to face with this globe. Uh, whale <laughs> jokes. I, like, I love his making one of us not jerby jerby jerby. The fuck? <laughs> We're just talking about conversation. We're talking. <laughs> one guy to another jabber, guy. Jabber fucking jabber. I love it. Hey, Ryan, what's your opinion on things? Hey, jerby 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 so, like, short form and, like, what we do is definitely very audience-motivated. You want mm-hmm. them engaged, mm-hmm. and you want them to be ready. A lot of it, I think, comes down to the way in which you ask for your suggestion. If you have a bunch of drunk people, or if you have a variety of people, it's a Friday or Saturday night, they've been having dinner, a couple mm-hmm. of drinks, and you say, what's a random object? Instantly, they think the good old dill to the dough, right? right. Or anal beat, whatever, right? Yeah. But if you say, like... And then you're just going to be like, aha, gotcha. And then they may continue to press that, like we had some people last night. Um, and then you could always phrase it in a different way and kind of like play with it and like, oh, so what's an object that you would find in your kitchen drawer? And they could say a spoon, and then you don't have to do the spoon directly, but it, it helps focus the audience because 
sometimes you just have something randomly in your head, or if you come to a comedy show and you're thinking it's about me or I want to make that joke, they're gonna you say object or an activity. You feel like oh, what's an activity that you um, you do in your garage with your best friend? Kind of like sometimes when you, you kind of if you guide them a little bit, it helps um, knock down some stuff. And then obviously you get those this, the smart asses that are like. <laughs> Wherever I am, I'm having sex. Mm, good for it's them. It's like, oh, you're at IHOP. Yeah, and I'm having <laughs> sex in the kitchen. Last week's I, I, that's good. Man. Good for them, man. I want Can to you imagine like, that's a great life after an IHOP breakfast? <laughs> IHOP. Yes. That's a great oh, life. Yes, why can't I? I can imagine that. Why not? After? Yeah, man. Like right after. after. Like, Damn right. Gotta go and fuck it with all the yeah. pancakes. Oh, hey, wait, can you pour there. some... Extra cereal, yeah, before, but, but no, no. So we could use no, that, definitely like, not, definitely keep not the before, theme going. But, 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 but the poop is usually out pretty fast, is what I'm saying. Like, it's Wait, usually before. Do, I get what, home. Dude, what the fuck? Do you immediately need to poop after eating? After yeah. eating diner food, yeah, yeah. After eating diner what food, food I don't. What is up with y'all? Like, if you're eating, if you like omelet. No. With cheese and like pancakes and no. uh, you always get ton, three pancakes and a shit ton of coffee. Yeah, you're, uh, you're yeah, because you always go through like right six of them. Fucking crap. I don't know what's up with the all system, so but like, my oh. poo doesn't tra- my the food doesn't travel through my body that fast that I'm like, yep, finish the pancakes, need to let them out now. Oh, like it I doesn't. Talk about the, d- the double D, the diner dump. We always it's a thing that we share. We would go to D like we would go to the we would we would go to the diner and then we'd like. Go to TJ Maxx and we each go to the bathroom. <laughs> Why TJ Maxx? Because <laughs> it was nearby. It's <laughs> like, so then I'm going to buy shoes. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go to a bookstore so you can grab a book and take it in. But then it's flagged. Womp womp. They ain't going to bang it on you when you're reading. You don't need them. You get the magical poop machine right in your hand. You're like, I'm going to go on Twitter. See what kind of bombs I can drop. <laughs> I'm dropping bombs. Drop double bombing. <laughs> double bombing. DB. Double bombing. So you just go um, into like this really patriotic thread and drop a American Revolution never happened. George George Washington was not real. <laughs> drop that in there. Boom. It sounds like you speak from experience. That's literally the only thing I do on the internet. I just go in, drop a bomb, leave, come back a few hours later, and, see and they know there's, but, the, but there, there would be at least one person who'd be like, "What? Hey, is that never happened." Yeah, <laughs> that's like jibber jabber, and not jibber, like, and not do like what you should do, which is like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. The only <laughs> the thing I do on Reddit is drop a bomb, come back, and look at the destruction. <laughs> the Olympics aren't real; it's a false flag. Boom. <laughs> come back. Other people are pissed off about medals. Has uh, Cambridge Analytica gotten in touch with you? I, I hope so. <laughs> We'd like to study your posting methods. Well, look at my Facebook. That's basically what I do. It's just like mm. fun of something. I drop a bomb, see what happens. If it goes too far, I delete it. Because I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> <laughs> but on Reddit, there's no shame because like there's a thousand racist Pepe memes <laughs> for every net nonsense Jared post. It's like, <laughs> like the Legos were invented by the Nazis. Discuss. They weren't. They weren't. And people are going to be like, well, all you can see, it was invented by 1924 by Herman Leo. Like, yeah, <laughs> fine. But it doesn't. I was just trolling you. <laughs> this is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I troll like, I like that. So, guys, it's anyway. the uh, eve before WrestleMania! Oh!
Fuck you guys. We almost got to an hour without you guys bringing up wrestling once. Woo! <laughs> what the Bispasegat podcast is cooking. And Jim, if you keep talking shit, you're gonna get these hands. You know, that's, I know you're talking about. It's Rob Strong and Strongman. Did you see that they can um they came up with a um LeBron's that are LeBron Strowman's? LeBron Strowman's So they're like regular LeBron like shoes. But it says it says like get these hands, that's two hands on the side. Oh that's spectacular. So I'm really pumped about WrestleMania. I am super pumped. This might be the, it is set up to be the best room WrestleMania of all time. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of things I'm looking forward to. There's a lot of storylines, which is funny because if you asked me in January, I would say I think it's gonna suck. Well, I feel like that's always the the um, the the build up to WrestleMania, like right before, like right around Royal Rumble. People like ah, I don't see any. Like what are they gonna do? Like and then Roman and Brock. Like, like, like eh. I fucking hate Brock Lesnar so much with a passion. Yeah, I, can't say, like, I, I don't I, know why people like I, I hate him. I want him to lose. I want him to leave. Like, just go do something else. You clearly don't want to do this. I was at an event weekend, and I saw, like, a bunch of people wearing Suplex City t-shirts. Oh, fuck that. And I'm like, t-shirt. And I just, like, pissed me off. It's just like, you should have better taste. Like, you know who I love? I love the fucking guy who's, like, 46, and he's still wearing the same Austin 360 shirt. So it was black. What is the NWO? It, it was black, but now it's green because it's been washed so many times. Like, that's the guy I love. He's just, like, he stands by. He's like, I don't care. The Suplex City is um, shit. So the, the, the thing that... And I know we've discussed this a little bit on the podcast before. Um, as I move away from real sports, I get more into wrestling. Because it's unapologetically what it is, right? So it is, in a sense, fake in that things are essentially predetermined. But it's a form of entertainment. Yeah. And it's man ballet. It's man ballet. Yeah, yeah you saw it. Oh, you don't have Instagram. No. That's what I put in it. That was yeah. my hashtag. It, it's it's dangerous man ballet. Yeah. Like, but, it's but, ballet where you can, like, you can get killed, basically. But it's... <laughs> people have died, yes. And people have died doing it, but... There's none of this, like, NFL illusion of safety thing. Mm-hmm. There's none of the illusion of, like, like everyone talks about, like, home field advantage during playoff games. Like, that's essentially because refs are afraid to piss off a crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's what home field advantage means. It's like, mm-hmm. it's all rigged. Mm-hmm. Everything is rigged in one way or another. And it's... it's I like, feel like rigged is a strong The NBA playoffs start in, what, two weeks? I don't know. I haven't really been following the NBA this so, season. So the NBA playoffs start in two weeks. Let's just say that <laughs> we're gonna um, go. We're gonna go with that fact. We might actually have to. Right, edit so we have to really <laughs> search it for somebody to care less about wrestling. <laughs> no, we're gonna edit. We're gonna edit. Jim's gonna edit. It. And it's like the NBA playoffs started two weeks. <laughs> Thirty seconds of airspace. Quiet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then we're just gonna put a new Gen X ad in. <laughs> Are you worried about your balls? You got low T. Your wife's naked. Can't get it up. I'm Frank Thomas. I'm banging your wife. Frank Thomas. I'm going to be banging your wife. If you don't date new genetics, I'm going to bang your wife. That's the, that's the implication. <laughs> Frank like Thomas. He, gets, he goes to the guy and he's like, I think she's going to like it too. I don't know if I'd be mad. Back yeah. in the day, if I, I came home, I don't know, 1994, Frank Thomas, or now. All right, like if I came home and like David Ortiz is like banging my wife, I'd be like, "Thanks for the World Series, dog. No. This is my fucking wife." 
<laughs> this is my know. fucking wife fucking. I feel like I feel like that's bullshit. If you saw any dude yeah. banging your wife, you'd be pissed as f. I don't give a fuck if it's David Ortiz. If Michael Jackson came from the like re like rose from the ground and somehow got <laughs> animated again and like to be fair, my, more like, likely to be banging on your kids, in which you would have a problem with that. Yeah. All right, well, if we're gonna dive into that, uh, that's a stupid ass statement. Next. Oh! Sun has set. Sun has set. It's dark. It's dark. dark. It's dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I don't think you would be. I don't think anyone would be. I know. I hear people talk about this all the time. I don't think anyone would be okay with walking in and your wife is banging some nope. dude. Like no. Like why? Why would that be okay in any way, shape, or form? I'd be pissed. I'd, I don't care who it was. I'd fight him. I'd fight him. Well, I wasn't being serious. And to my knowledge, <laughs> David Ortiz has shown no interest in my wife. I'm just saying. I've heard that yet. all the time, and I don't get it. I don't get why people make this, those statements, because I'm just like, well, okay. Well, I was making it. It's because they all have low T. Sorry. I'm, I'm my bad, Jerry. Yeah, my low T is messing it, with me, dog. You're taking it personal. You, my bad, Jerry. They won't sell me the fucking drugs I need. You would totally allow <laughs> David Ortiz to bang your wife. I apologize. Okay, David. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. You can I don't do my This is I'm not forty. <laughs> this is my vagina. So, um, <laughs> so audiences. Um, they, <laughs> yeah. What about these audiences? Uh, I think, um, like there's uh, they're just generally like, like we talked about. There, like there are different kinds of improv. Uh, different levels of interaction with the audience like long form tends to be like you know more player centric there's not there's fewer audience suggestions there's like the there's fewer fewer interactions there's, there might be no explicit interaction with the audience but i think that every improv show has to have a certain amount of that like yeah. I, I feel like i feel like there i've seen a lot of long form and i feel like there's a lot of long form performers who pride themselves in communicating as little with the audience as possible and i think that's bad Jim. Yeah, but I think I don't think it's necessarily like I don't think it. But I don't think that means you can't do like a long form show and maybe, maybe a, a even even with no explicit suggestion and still be in communication with the audience implicitly. Like putting you on the line, mm-hmm. dumb question, but mm-hmm. I just want to ask it. Mm-hmm. If you only if you had a choice to only do one long form or short form, which would which one would you choose? Short, short. Yeah, Why? I basically made that choice. Like I'm like I'm here. Like instead of doing, <laughs> I'm here instead of like doing any Why? theaters. Um, I think it's more. I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I have a reason for that. Uh, other than uh, other than I think I. Found more of a home here than at other places. Like it's just yeah. So you chose like, short form just because of the because of the, the short form because people. of the bit players, not the not other because around. of the actual like yeah. uh, thing that you're doing on stage. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Huh. Um, yeah. I don't. I go ahead. Oh no! I was gonna say I think I think it is important to have some type of interaction with the audience because mm-hmm. as, as you were saying earlier, play on it's, it's not it's not a theater theater show where you walk in and you're like okay it's Shakespeare. Or fill in the blank, or whatever you want to say. It's mm-hmm. oh, I'm expecting to have some type of interaction. So mm-hmm. I, I generally tend to be like, oh man, I would I, I enjoy with a a solid amount of interaction. So I've seen like the TJ and Dave mm-hmm. long from where they just walk out, mm-hmm. 
And it's they're impressive. Great. They're great. And they're it's, they're and incredible. It's, and it's great. And it's, it's a nice, um, it's a different flavor, right? Now, is that the one I'm going to go to all the time? No, because it's like a, it's a different type. And I've um, seen people try to do what TJ and Dave do. And, and it's it doesn't ridiculously work. self-indulgent. Yeah. If you are not like, as you know, if you're not, it, like long form I think is really, like of that type. Of that it's type. It's really hard to do unless you are like a talent of TJ Jagodowski or Dave Beskizzi's. Because yeah. <laughs> they pull you in as those two performers, where a lot of times, as Jim was saying, it's it's self perpetuating, and it's hey Jim, it's me and Jim on stage, and mm-hmm. we're just doing our humor, and you're not involved. You should laugh at us because you like what we do. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's I don't know. I, I, I have a weird issue with long form, maybe long form performance as 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 a whole. I don't know. I don't like they they seem very like. <laughs> a lot of them are. Like it's That's very the, like you know. Are they French? When? They are French. Yes, but it's it's my issue with long form, right? They're very like our improv is the uh, there are a lot true there, like, improv, and it's like, but no, it's not. No, it's not. No, actually, like there is. I'm not gonna say I hate long form because I do enjoy some long form, mm-hmm. but it, 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 in my opinion, it isn't the most entertaining form of improv. And I think that's why it depends I'm, very like long form depends heavily on the performers. That's like because it's basically yeah. pure. It, a lot of long form is improv in its pure form, and like it, it really is show to show. What how good is it gonna be? Like, right. Um, and, whereas I think in short short form, like not to say it's easier, but the the games the the games themselves like have like offer the leg up in that way where you can like yeah and if you if if you have like a game where it structure. doesn't hit uh-huh. and the next one you hit you them back in yeah. you get a little bit more up and down where with like long form yeah it, sometimes it's either like up and you have some of that sometimes it's all up and then sometimes it's just all kind of like treading and you're like what am I watching yeah like um, where is this going where uh, and I don't know maybe I haven't seen like the, the, the what would you call like five star long form, but yeah, I don't know something about it. It just it doesn't it doesn't give me the same same like feeling that a short form does. And I, and, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't even say like you said that short form is a little bit is a little easier because of the game. I wouldn't say easier, but it's just like it's it's like kind of more more reliable in the sense that yeah, it, that their structure to the games and if. Something you know, if something doesn't go well, you move on to the next one. Like yeah. it, it, it's not, uh, it, it, it it's not quite as dependent on uh, like if you start, you know, in a hole, you don't like have to dig yourself out quite as yeah. stressfully. <laughs> like uh, so, like as somebody who's trained in all aspects, both short and long form, I started out doing short form, and I was actually very anti long form, just because everybody I performed with was very anti long form. Mm-hmm. But what was nice, and what I, and the reason why I love long form improv is it allows you to think more long term. Because sometimes we we struggle in short form if if Jim and I are having a scene, for instance, mm-hmm. and we just have a certain beat or a certain joke to hit, mm-hmm. and if we don't have any like long form background or understanding of that longer improv. If it's like a joke, joke, and then we don't have anything else, then it gets awkward real quick. Yeah. So what, the reason why. I have this great love for long form is it allows you to have some more breath to breathe 
And, and as Jim was saying, like sometimes it it doesn't doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but as like when I bounce back and forth between my trainings and long form and stuff, it it, it helps inform me as a short form person right now, mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, I can I can use this or that to help inform this, and even if my scene. This game that we're doing is being is funky and it's not hitting right. Mm-hmm. We can at least help the audience see something interesting and different in the sense of character or like working of the environment instead of um, sometimes what happens is you end up two talking heads and then it's yeah. like oh it's not hitting right. Yeah. Um, two talking heads is the bane. Good old eleven scenes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I hate them so much. Yeah, yeah, I would. I yeah, yeah. It's like flavors of beer for me. Like I like all different kinds of beer, so that's why I'm like, I started in short form and then I studied long form. In San Not Diego me, bro. Here. Only like IPAs. IPAs all the way. Uh, IPAs, IPAs yes, motherfucker. Every year the beer can suck. God, it's a you're likelier to be a serial killer if you like IPAs. Well, guys, this is something we talked about on a previous podcast. <laughs> Pretty Ooh. much getting killed um, all that. Yes. Um, I like how I just asked you if that was true, and it was something we made up. No, it wasn't. The okay. IPA. No, like that's true about IPAs. If oh, you shit. drink, if you drink IPA, then you're most likely going to be a serial likely. killer. More likely, like serial really? killers are more likely to like. Really? It. What about if you drink a fucking Budweiser or Miller? You're more likely to be a man A man that don't need no chicks. Man that don't need no tea. Hammer. Got plenty of tea. So like, but before we bits, before we quit our bits, and like one thing that before I sound like we were, like we spent an episode like criticizing one of the greatest improvisers working right now, like Dave Rosowski, like one <laughs> yeah, of the things that. that like I think like his episode is really worth listening to. Any interview with him is worth listening to. Is worth like he's worth checking out. Like if he's oh, in yeah. town, like if he's ever offering a workshop. Like one thing he said that really like did appeal to me was like. It's something that we like. We as performers really ought to like. Really need to keep like telling ourselves like, well, like you get. He, he was saying, well, you get your audience suggestion. Like you guess for a location, you get doctor's office. What is it? Who are the two characters likely to be? A doctor and a patient. Doctor and a patient. What if it's two like cleaning guys? What if it's two janitors cleaning the doctor's yeah. office? What if it's like, I don't know. What, what if it's two of the receptionists at the doctor's office? So like. His, like, his whole thing, he was kind of, like, against pigeonholing, like, just because of what the audience gives you, like, jump off of that and, like, go further, and I think that's something that, like, even though I, even though I disagree with his conclusion, basically, which is basically that you don't need an audience suggestion, yeah. like, uh, I think that's something that is pretty valid, like, that, yeah. that, that you, 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 like, being creative with the audience yeah. suggestion, really. That's the whole, that's the whole, like, A to C there. thing, so, mm-hmm. I get hospital, or I, I, I get doctor's office, that mm-hmm. makes me think of doctors and mess which makes me think of cleaning guys okay now we're cleaning guys yeah because that is sometimes even more rewarding as an audience member even in like in short form or long form where you get that suggestion mm-hmm. of doctor's office and it starts out with these two cleaning guys and you're like what the heck is going on that's not what I suggested and all of a sudden as it gets further along it's like oh here I'm picking up this scalpel or whatever the thing is and it's like oh look at that payback at the end or in the middle and then it builds it around it and it's, a, it's a playful way to um, discover with the audience because if the audience knows as Frank has even said sometimes he's like if they, if I try to set them up with a rhyme at an end of a song where they think they know what it's going to be and I try to twist it because it keeps them I do that too yeah and, and it's, it's all about that discovery because you want to set it up and do a, a slight twist 
Because like, who oh, wants to come if you I know that? Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's if, if it's the fuck you, but it's like very slight fuck you to the audience. Yeah. If I hear like, oh, what's a job? And it's a dog walker, and every time I see somebody doing a dog, and it's a person walking a dog, mm-hmm. that gets boring really quick. Um, but if they're able to play with that and like, okay, dog walker makes this, makes this, and then works that dog walker in some fashion into it, it's like, oh, it's about giving giving the audience what they want, but what they might not know they want, like yeah. not what they're asking for. Like, say, like, doctor, you're a dog walker, but you're a dog walker that fell out of med school. Yeah, like something like yeah, that, yeah. where there's like a you find your way there. Yeah, yeah. The discovery that I like. So mm-hmm. he's a great improviser. We just disagree. Yeah, that's well. That was a controversial issue that he was providing. That like that I kind of have. Like I can see what he means, but I, kinda, I was kind of like I, okay. I like his, I think it, it makes sense if if your idea of audience suggestion is to getting an audience suggestion is to prove that you're not lying about making it up. Yeah, yeah. Which is not why I think we take audience suggestions. We take them to be in communication with the audience yeah. and to like be like well we're more of a, a unique experience like short yeah. form is all about mm-hmm. communication with the audience mm-hmm. and you're involving them in a way mm-hmm. and you know some people kind of degradingly I don't know to degradingly but like as a kind of a shorthand for a call like cruise ship improv mm-hmm. um, but I think like the Weezer cruise yeah, <laughs> um, like but, but but there are groups that do it really well, and there uh-huh. are groups that do it really badly. Mm-hmm. And we are a group that just happens to do it really well. So we just happen to. Anyway. <laughs> this happens. The same. Um, we're, all right, we're, so, we're really good. <laughs> so we're, we're getting to the point in our. I mean, we've been around for twelve fucking years. It's not like it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, so now we're in the yeah, part. That's a rock song, Clayon from the band Stained. Yeah. So now we're feeling Clay, Clayon's favorite band is Coldplay. I have a feeling he knows what. Yeah, no. So we are now at the point of the podcast where we quit our bits and talk about something that's stuck in our craw. Oh, man. I have two bits. Ooh, what's your two so bits? I'm going to start and I'm going to end. Some two bits type of man. Yeah, I would like to talk about <laughs> how excited I am to watch WrestleMania. Oh, fuck you, Chad. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm very excited about <laughs> WrestleMania. I'm gonna have lots of crappy food. So if anybody listens to this podcast and the and has a time machine to go back and <laughs> yes. come to my house and wants to watch WrestleMania with me, more than yeah. welcome to it. Yeah, um, I'll be there. Clan will be there, and uh, Chase will be there. And so, and it's kind of picking back to what I was saying earlier. The thing I love about professional wrestling is that it's theater. For guys that aren't built like, or guys and gals that are not built like theater people, and <laughs> so they're not always the best. They're not always the best actors, but like they're, but they're doing things that are absolutely stunning when you watch yeah. them. What they do, it's such a fact that they're not. And I was at um, actors. Tim Brick and I went to a um, a wrestling event in a warehouse in West Warwick, Rhode Island. And goddamn, God these guys, like, I don't know what their payday was like, but it's certainly not a WrestleMania payday. Pause. Shout out to Tim Brick. Tim, Tim Brick. Former co host of the podcast, former co host of uh, A Matter of Opinion. A Matter of Opinion. Also, Tim Brick will be at my WrestleMania party tomorrow. Shout out to Tim Brick. Um, <laughs> yesterday or whatever this podcast But we were there, and these guys who are, like, throwing, and gals who are throwing themselves around. Can't, they're probably making a ton of money to do it. They're just doing it for the love of the game. 
So it kind of reminds it reminded me of what we do. Is a lot of what you do with wrestling is you're all improvising with each other. Because mm-hmm. like, well, what are we gonna do next? They're kind of like whispering to each other. Or like they can feel where the other person is going when like, when they throw them to the ropes or like whatever. Because they have to like meet. They have to know what the other person's next move is gonna be mm-hmm. so they can react to it. So it reminded me of an improv. Like so, just yeah. sitting there watching. Like they're doing it for I'm probably slightly more than we make, but yeah. still like it's a local wrestling event in like a warehouse. So it's, it's not like a ton of payday, but they're doing it for the love of the game. And uh, that made me think of, like, you guys and all of us. Like, you know, we get paid to do what we do, but, you know, we put a lot more time in than just the things per show, per day. Basically, what you're saying, we should get paid more, but, you know. No, I'm just saying that, like, I it's, it's the love of the game. Sorry, Kevin Costner. Yes. Jim, what are you missing about? Um, I just want to, like, uh, I, I just want to give credit to, the, once again, to uh, the... The podcast episode that was the basis for my discussion this period, which was uh, the Dave Rosowski episode of Improv Town, because uh, Clayton, for among, among other reasons though, Clayton, Clayton, the host of the show, Clayton Bashad, uh, gives us a shout out at the end of every episode. Oh, does so, he? Because like, oh, nice. he talks about like what he just basically lists what improv there is in Rhode Island. It's, it's the so Clayton, important. shout out to you. Thank yep. you so much. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, good dude. Much love. Yep. He, uh, I love. I like that guy. Yeah, he's, he's a good, funny. He's a good dude. He's really funny. He's like sweaty too, like me. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, but he, he he's like you without the hate. <laughs> I love. I feel like all the time when Jared says he likes someone, it's because he sees some some part of himself in them. Yeah. Like I like that guy. He's, I'm a, uh, he's bald. Man. <laughs> he's bald. I like that bald guy. I like that fat guy. I like, I like that, that guy. Fucking my I like, wife. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Dude. Me and you. <laughs> you and my wife. <laughs> guy he met his wife at an improv show and uh, you know so when you're not listening to this one you should listen to improv town if you want to hear some cool. good improv people talk about improv thanks Ooh, what are you bits and about right so what am i exa- bits and about what is the uh is it just like happy stuff that you're thinking it can be happy it can be sad it can be mad. oh okay just in general in my head uh well i'm just i guess i got two things i'm i'm super excited because i'm helping my wife uh just do a film that jared was uh, uh, featured on as a uh, dickish doctor, but what is unique about it is he was a puppet, and he knows how to handle things with puppet arms. So big shot. Not a skill that I knew I had. Yeah, we were very uh, stunned. So I'm excited to do that. Would be and I played a surgeon, so I had to like cut into yeah. things, and I was like, how do they say? I guess we're just gonna play with these little levers and whatever. It was really fun. Yeah, and it worked, and it looks great. Um, so excited to do that. We'll be tuning in the firehouse tomorrow, which is great. And uh, continuing on with that, I'm like, I'm, I'm super excited because. We go into film school, starting that in the fall. So I'm only with the bits for a little bit longer, but I'm excited for my last few months here to get up on stage, play some more, and then go back out to yeah. LA area. Just you know, think about us when you're making films, and you're like, oh, what? Uh, I have this role, and there's a black guy in it, and you know. Oh, I, yeah, you're, you're gonna be my token uh, black guy. Just, I've got just toking me up. I'm all yeah. about that token life. You got <laughs> our, you got the longer hair, and I got a buddy Hassan who's. Jamaican oh, yeah, that's got my token. <laughs> He's my other. And honestly, I, I will every 100, weekend. I will one hundred percent pay my way for a day of filming. Because you just need the guy to send the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jared, you've been in two what films that we've I've done. been in two ride films. Wait, my yeah. first Does it take place at a cheerleading competition because Jared will sit in the background. Of <laughs> <laughs> I took new genetics, guys. <laughs> and I'm still wearing my sunglasses, guys. So. <laughs> and it's pretty much dark. It's getting dark. Yeah, yeah so I'm, yeah, I'm excited about those two things. Clayton, 
Play on. Can you call me that again? That's because you got all that too, dude. Slit your throat. I'm gonna play the part of an IPA drinker. I'm wearing three polo shirts right now. you. They have to call it libation. I, um. We're gonna have some drinks, gents. Are you imbibing right now? You gotta imbibe, I think. I uh, I worry that I am getting old in a way because I had we had like I, I said well it's probably not on actually this episode but um this week in my job they had a week long of end of session parties and um what irked me about it because then all my bits and is always actual like terrible things and nothing that I enjoy about life. <laughs> it's always things that I'm like, grinds my gears. All right. Um, but we, uh, so we were playing like, music for the kids and um, the choices that were chosen, I'm like, uh, uh, what? I felt myself being like, uh, by, by God, why? Didn't know what? music? No, it was or... the not appropriate, in my humble opinion, for middle oh. schoolers. Was it like, Cardi B? <laughs> it was... Well, there was Cardi B and Bruno Mars, but that's not inappropriate. It wasn't deal, bitch. You can't no, yeah, me. If you want to do these... All right, anyways, no. Uh, but it was basically songs like that with the B word in it and all that. See, I feel old saying that. The B word, bitch. Fuck, it had bitch in it and shit like that. And I felt myself feeling very, like... Like, what the, Like, I don't know. That was the first time my age... I, for me, I was like, oh my god. Everyone that I work with is like younger than me. They have a mm-hmm. different sense of what's appropriate than I do. Like, is my sense of what is appropriate getting like, like, what, what like, something. Like I don't know. Right. Like, because in my mind, I'm like, you shouldn't be playing songs that have certain words in it Not or certain like subject young. matters not for middle schoolers yeah. <laughs> like they're freaking middle schoolers like I'm not saying shut and I'm sure they go home and listen to that type of music whatever that's cool I did shit like that when I was younger but as the adults in the room we shouldn't be like promoting that we shouldn't be the ones like here you go here's this music about uh, bitches get that dough like like let's just here you go I chaperoned prom last year and they, the DJ played shots. <laughs> the fuck? I didn't know what to make. Hey guys, welcome to Dadcast. Next week, we're going to describe the greatest things we saw in Hannity last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that boy, that Jimmy Kimmel should just stick to the Yeah, I know. Like my, my niece and nephew, when they'll like describe things that they do, and I'm like, <laughs> Makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's going on? Like, Joe, you can't have a boyfriend. <laughs> no, you will not get a boyfriend. But I even get that too. Like, middle schoolers are gonna have like boyfriends and girlfriends and things like that. That's the age when you start exploring shit. When you're like, oh, oh these God. feelings I have for this, the opposite sex. That's Put when birth that control in the water. But, yeah, I just think as, as adults, we shouldn't be promoting that. Like, our job isn't to do that. Our job is to... Adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the term is. We should be adulting, you know? We should be... Not, you know, I'm just, you should separating all be close you should all be dances, adults, right? Yeah. If we're dancing too close, we should be like, no, 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 you don't do that. We should be like, yeah, that's it, Rick. Get on that ass. Yeah. Yeah, grind. Before you tag it. <laughs> grind her to the wall, that's it. <laughs> Hashtag adulting, please step away. 
But yes, um, this week I realized that I'm getting up there in age just because of my sensibilities isn't yeah, either I, what it used I, to I've be. Hit, I've hit that too because, like, I mean, I used to, like, as a teacher, I used to consider myself, like, you know, kind of up on what the kids do because I get to my job to, like, deal with them every day. And then the condom challenge came. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's when you take a condom, you put you it in your nose, it. and you <laughs> snort it, and then you take it oh, out your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. Basically. Now, like, Idiotic is that like the Tide Pod challenge? Like, <laughs> how much of that is just people just making shit up? <laughs> no, it's... People are actually doing that. People, people are actually doing it. But how much is it of the, like, the just news... When, like, the, just when things start looking up, like, went to the march, I heard these really smart kids talk, like, and, and now the, they're snorting But that's the great things. There, uh, There's a mixture. They're, uh, they're actually smart kids. Not all the kids are fucking condom snorters. I mean, at least, they have, <laughs> at they're, least they're using condoms. I feel like part of that it should be appropriately though. Yeah. But, no, I feel like um, protect your nasal cavity. Hey, I guess. We gotta go warm up. <laughs> yeah, so for my second bits in, I would just like to list um, who I think is going to win different championships at oh, WrestleMania God. tomorrow night. Like, I think Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Is okay, I'm getting cut off. I'm getting cut off. This is the bits per second podcast. Um, I'm Jared. I'm Jim. Clown's the name. And I'm Ben, your ghost. Your ghost, guest Ryan. Boo! <laughs> <laughs>